0: Welcome back. It is The Bachelor Lifestyle from TheBallerLifestyle.com. Very big week this week. Uh, and by big, I mean intrusive in the fact that they m- made you, me, us, we devote four hours of the week to bachelor-related programming. I'm assuming I'm assuming nobody's wa- watching Winter Games because I'm certainly I don't have enough to give to participate in Winter Games, and plus I can't learn some Euro from some German Euro and some Aussie bloke. It's there's too. There's too many, so I don't. But I imagine if you're watching Winter Games, that's even more hours of Bachelor-related content. And it's really fucked. I I don't believe in it. I'm mad at it. But I've committed to it. And I am definitely kind of into the Bachelor situation. Because it looks like things are about to pop off. As our girl Caroline hinted to during the Women Tell All. Uh, Is it the Women Tell All? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Joining me now, of course, is Jason Stewart, resident Bachelor expert, co-host of The Bachelor Lifestyle. Jason, what's up?
1: Hello, everybody. Now, um, I, yeah. one thing we didn't discuss off air, and I guess we'll just uh, pull we, the we, curtain back.
0: We save am it I, for the air.
1: Am I going to lead this, or, or are you good? Because it sounds oh, it's, like, yeah. considering that intro was about... 3 minutes long. I'm guessing you want to take the lead on well, this no, one. Just,
0: we can go we can go either direction. Um you guys I I say we just have a little round table here. Like what do you <laughs> it's a little back and forth. Um g- give us your thoughts. So let's start with the Women Tell All obviously, Jason.
1: Yeah, I was a little disappointed with the Women Tell All um and that yeah, our girl Caroline Lunny. just
0: oops. looking hot as f- Fuck, by the she, way, uh, oh my God. She
1: she loves to ignore me on all social social media platforms. She responds yeah. to David beret um, but yeah, she was looking great, and she she really likes to show off uh, that top of hers. She was
0: wearing a ba- she was wearing a, a bando top, a bathing suit top under like a, a white blazer. She had like a yeah. white pantsuit on with a bathing suit top for a shirt showing off those big old jugs
1: and I can only imagine they're fairly new because she treats them like new new toys that she likes to to expose
0: well Um, I would say that but they got some hang to them Jason like they're not they don't like she was sitting right next to Bibiana who Bibiana I also like but in a much different different way in a different manner yeah I would like her differently than I would like Caroline if I were a younger more handsome dude and uh, Bibiana also with the augmented chest, which we don't judge here. That's fine. If that's your thing, you get into it. But not nowhere near the hang, much more of an upright, I'm bolted on look for Bibiana. Is that, is that a, a Miami thing or what's going on there?
1: Not knowing anything about either, uh, either boob jobs, but I'm guessing there's a there probably is about a five thousand dollar separation in I would cost. Say,
0: I would say so, and just yeah. just to to put a button on that, I'm not an expert on boob jobs either, but I do know three things: Manhattan, Beverly Hills, Newport Beach. I'll say it again: Manhattan. Beverly Hills, Newport Beach. Those are the only three places on the planet where you're going to want to go shop to augment your chest. I'll tell you that right now. That's the only three places in the world with the type of surgeons that can do top-level work. Manhattan, Beverly Hills, Newport Beach. Okay. uh, Okay, so... go on.
1: Kind of backing up to... uh, Back it up. Who who was our favorite contestant this year. So hot. But she did something on Sunday night that was confusing in that it seemed like she did something very much against the rules. You're not supposed to talk about the current three, what's happening to the current three, what's going to happen, and she puts them on the spot, but it's it's vague and frustrating. Like, either don't say anything – and I know that I'm sure the producers had to edit this, but like she just said, I know what you did and I can't believe what you did. Cause yeah. you said that you wanted to be married. So, I mean, I guess you could take clues in that. Um, but, and he just kind of said, I guess we'll figure out what happens here. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they just didn't either edit the entire thing out and say, you can't say that or just do a fucking reveal. Well, I mean, God damn.
0: two things, two things that I'm thinking there. One, they know that in the age of social media and in the in let's just put it out there it's reality steve's world we are just existing in it we're like those horses in central park that that pull the cart around with the lovers in the back with a big blanket over them and a fur coat and they sip hot cocoa right they got those blinders on. They keep them looking forward, so they don't they don't get spooked. So a passing Harley Davidson with no exo- with no muffler doesn't doesn't scare them. They just keep looking straight ahead. And it's I'm sure many many people the world over know exactly what's happened because we live in reality Steve's world. And it's they they know that this season is so boring that they're like, one, the information is going to get out. If we edit this part out, it's going to become, because of social media, people are going to know anyway. Mm -hmm. B, this season is so boring, and we're gearing up for the finale. We've got one episode left, and nothing has happened. Everybody knows he's picking Lauren B. What if somebody lets a little something slip Take it, taking a page out of Reality Steve's playbook, stealing a little Reality Steve Thunder, and hinting towards what may be happening. Because the vibe I got from Caroline, our girl who was looking fine, is that he this Ari has pulled some shenanigans. Either it's a double left at the altar. Where he's like, sorry, I can't propose to either of these chicks. Which I could see happening. I believe that's happened before. I believe um, Brad, the guy that was the Bachelor twice. Brad something. I believe he one time was just like, nah, not feeling it. There was another Bachelor, Jason Maynard. Very close together eyes. He picked one chick who was a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Also, Augmented chest, super cute. Cute in the kind of way that is like also a little bit dirty. Uh, he picked her, and then on after the final rose was like, oh, by the way, I actually meant the other chick. And he flipped at the end. So I feel like they need a jolt. This season needs a jolt. And Caroline, while appearing to go rogue, was actually playing in to the producer's hands what do you think Jason?
1: Maybe that's it, and maybe that is it and I'm guessing the uh, maybe she she they did this thing where they they give a tutorial, and you can't say this these are the nos, these are the fines, and she probably ran it by them, and they they said you could say this, but anyways, um yeah. a fairly uneventful uneventful uh, uh, after the rose, or what is it called? Oh, the women tell all. Women this is what w- this is what the women tell all becomes. It becomes this. Even though the show is about matchmaking and trying to trying for one guy to find his true love, the women tell all is the show where uh, the other twenty five plus women become catty and talk about how they treated each other. Yeah. Even though the show is about him, they start. Getting really uh, emotional about how it's, each were treated in the yeah, house.
0: Yeah, they bring everything up, and basically, Crystal, she was Dooku Kim in this analogy, and the rest of the girls were Ray Boom Boom Mancini because they just had her in the corner, and they were just relentless. <laughs> boom, 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 just speed bagging. Boom, boom. I think the I think body the best- shots. <laughs> yeah i
1: think the the the, maybe the best shot the maybe the knockout blow was that one random chick who got sent home on the first night we don't even remember who she is she just said kind of racially
0: ambiguous chick with the curly hair olivia i never i do not recognize her at all
1: she calls her out on her voice which on (laughs) the show and you and i talked about this throughout the season it there was something uh, not only disingenuous, but just something psychotic about yes. the way she talked, and the way she looked. Yeah. And on this show, she had a completely different presentation. Yeah, that's and, great. You know, and she had the balls to say that she lost her voice,
0: that's and great. she
1: she filmed The Bachelor without a voice.
0: Even 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 Chris Harrison was like, "You were there for six weeks." Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah it was good crystal I mean not twenty nine she was a decent villain she was okay she's she obviously she obviously has some deep emotional wounds which is what causes a woman to sort of regress or stay and, in that baby voice for the rest of their life
1: and you have to admit like you know usually the um usually the bachelor when he comes out is pretty gracious with the villains you know they maybe uh maybe chad got beat up by whoever the bachelorette was at at the time but um i would say that when ari came out he like wasn't have any of it i mean he admitted he's like when i watched it back it looks like you deserved much worse and i should i i I should have been colder and i should have let you you go much sooner yeah um i i like that that rarely do you kind of like get that kind of reaction usually they they lose their balls and they are like they try to be nice about it i thought i thought he did a good job there the one thing about that show and we don't want to spend too much time on the rose but the or the the women tell all but CN got way too much TV time, and that tells me one of oh, yeah. two things. And I hope—I I really don't—I hope it's the former. Uh, Chris Harrison wants to have sex with her, and he's very into her. Um, or they're they're setting her up to the be the yep. Bachelorette. I don't think they'd go uh, a women of color for the second straight Bachelorette. I, I think that that would be. Um, I don't think they had a whole lot of success with the first one. It
0: was a lowly rated season. What you're saying is you don't think the producers of The Bachelor would go black to black black churlurette.
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think they will. But that but the way they kind of positioned her that night, totally. you know, they put her on they put her on the seat and they, it, it wasn't about drama or anything. It was basically how good of a contestant she is, how yeah. smart she is, how she, she was much smarter than than him. So it'll be interesting to see. What, I don't even know she, who uh, reality Steve has pegged as an expert. I do sure told I don't, everybody.
0: I don't think they've announced it yet. Um, and I just feel like she's too similar to Rachel. While she is, that's what I'm uh, saying. She's she's very pretty. She's very accomplished. Smart well-traveled, like everything you'd want. Um, You know, she has a similar look and a completely similar vibe to Rachel, who was the last bachelorette and the, the preceding season. I mean, I just don't see how you could do that again, but you never know. Um, Yeah. Let's get off this. The, the women tell all I I did like though that um, what um, Marie, who I'm not sure has completed her transition (laughs) yet. (laughs) I'm not a hundred percent certain on what the status of that is, what what phase in the transition she's in. Mm-hmm. Still very angry about potentially being glam shamed in Tahoe. It's just so much rage boiling inside over over the glam shaming incident.
1: She never she never gave in. Like when they tried to make fun of it, they tried to have make light of it. Um Chelsea Went over and handed her a makeup kit or something. She just wasn't having any of it. Like she so wasn't going to play it. with it. Yeah.
0: Uh, Marieke accepted. I would say there were quite a few on the dais last night who I would, given the opportunity, enjoy having sex with. Um, Chelsea was right up there. She was looking good. There was one girl who I don't I don't never seen her before, but she was wearing actual lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> there was I didn't I don't even think she got to speak but she had like a red like teddy on like as a dress. It was the weirdest the whole thing was weird. Uh okay, any anything else to add?
1: Um, oh, no, oh. I think that's a, well,
0: Tia, sob story, Mama, yeah. you know, it's just, she doesn't have enough gravitas. She's obviously, she's in the perfect position to be the bachelorette, but just yeah. not enough gravitas there. She's just not, she's too much of a sad sack. Um, the, the things that were, luckily I follow Caroline Lunny on Instagram, as I would suggest everyone does. The th- two things were bleeped out last night. One was the um, Caroline um, announced that um, that Crystal had called all the girls in the house, and excuse me, ladies, had called all the women in the house. Cunts, and that yeah. was that was bleeped out. But also, um, it was it it came out that Crystal was calling Ari Needle Dick, which is a very very Biting mm-hmm. barb, like a a, a a deep wounding, right there. And to which Bibiana asked, "Have you seen his dick?" So should we assume that Ari is lacking girth?
1: I'd I'd, I'd say no doubt. Yeah, he penis. doesn't strike me as a guy with right. a healthy girthy penis.
0: You know who's you know who seems like he would have a girthy hog is uh, Ross, Becca's ex boyfriend.
1: No doubt. We'll get into we'll get into okay. Ross. Get I think in. what, that's, what? that's the one thing he's got going for him, probably. Yeah, is that he's put, got this massive penis.
0: Okay. okay, let's let's put a button on Women Tell All and let's let's get into the Fantasy Suites, the second episode, the second two hour block of Bachelor related programming mm-hmm. on ABC primetime this week. What happened on Fantasy Suites, Jason? Give, give it to us.
1: All right, so you have, you're, we're down to, um, to three women, and we've been talking about the taxidermist the entire season. Huge. Um, Love her.
0: And also follow her.
1: What, what they decided to do was they decided to take the, uh, the big fantasy suite episode to the country of Peru, which, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, might be the first South American country that they have gone to since Uruguay. With right. Robbie Robbie said the word Uruguay on his season more than right. Uruguay's ever been right. said on American television.
0: I totally forgot they went yeah, to Uruguay. Uruguay, Uruguay
1: yes. yeah. but, uh, so they go to Peru, and I must say, I I don't know much about Peru. I didn't know about this expansive desert thing where the desert meets the ocean. It is it is breathtakingly um, uh, beautiful, and uh,
0: I, ooh, mm, can I
1: you don't know, like the sand dunes and all that stuff
0: I. I actually have traveled to Peru oh wow and it is just as like overcast and yes the the desert does go right up to the beach which is kind of bitching um but it's like did you see how it was like real sort of smoggy and the like sun wasn't really coming out it was just kind of the beaches yeah. were just kind of bleh. Uh that's exactly what it's like there we do not recommend. Will not be getting a sponsorship from the Peruvian Tourism Board. Also, a lot of pickpockets. So just keep your distance. Stay out of Peru if you get the chance.
1: Okay, so so they go to Peru, and um, I, I I think Ari went with the compulsory line. It's a good place to fall in love. Got it. Yep. Yes. Yep. Got it. Yeah, Peru. Um, he says he 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 says up front. I'm gonna. Um, I'm going to get to know these women on a whole new level, which yeah. is you know the first code for you know new level getting it in
0: from the inside um, out.
1: Kendall, again, I think I, I'm more on a, on Kate's on Kate's side than your side. I know I, I can't believe that. I'm not totally into her. I, oh, I'm into I think, her. I think she's smart and interesting, and she's cute. I would not say. <laughs> Hot, pretty, are uh, or too desirable and, and you know, obviously not my type body wise, but, right. but uh, the Kendall-
0: to me the quirks add something. Like there's really? some, there's something deeper there that I would like to explore. I would I like
1: to She kinda called in him there. on that. She yeah. she actually said that I, I want to find out if if this is more than just my kind of quirky nature that he which, that he's interested in, which
0: doesn't make sense because it's that's what you want. You want somebody to be interested in the depth of your personality. Something different
1: about you, yeah, yeah. Like uh, you don't
0: you don't want to be like, oh, this person wants to has seen something about me that they want to know more about me. I hope that's not true. Like it, that's a that's a weird reaction to have.
1: So the um the first activity that they go on, it's Kendall and Ari. They go uh, on a doom buggy, which I thought. It was, maybe it was like a liability thing, but they had a they had a driver for a dune buggy. Because the first thing I thought when I saw the dune buggy was, this he's is yet drive. another yeah. thing where he's going to drive. I mean, this is a yeah. like professional Driving race car day. driver, and all season they've been doing activities to expose that. Like women love that he's doing something in his element, but they're in the back seat of a dune That's buggy. A also,
0: they're not wearing helmets. I don't know what kind of regulations there are in the Peruvian outback. I didn't, I didn't delve that much into it while I was there. Uh, They're not wearing helmets. And do you think this is always drives me crazy about dudes that have dudes that have um, convertibles. Do you think your chick, this honey has gotten herself all set up, all dolled up? She's Mm -hmm. gotten clean. She's, she 's waxed she's she's gone through with the razor and the and the tweezers and cleaned up what the waxer might have missed right. like she's got everything dialed in she's got the nails done pedicure like she is ready to go she gets her hair blown out and curled before she goes out with you the makeup's all perfect and then you throw her in a fucking dune buggy where she she, her face and hair are getting (laughs) fucking sand blasted the entire time and then after that you're like hey let's do some sand snowboarding and um then you can eat shit into the sand before we bang so your your uh, genitals are nice and sandy
1: I guarantee if you if you uh, and and you know Ari is a vag more than any girl like Worst. I guarantee if you had the real uh, outtakes from that date a huge pain in the ass sand everywhere sand in the food sand whatever and I agree I, women hate that stuff hate I, I'm guessing they gave her a heads up there's gonna be a lot of sand but um, I will say this uh, last thing about the doom bugging. They had him read a a force scripted analogy thing that was so you could tell like a lot of these a lot of these things that they script out these analogies you know the um, the subject reads you know with enthusiasm and they think they're being quippy you could tell he hated this now, one. now
0: hold on hold on Jason I know what you're gonna say and I was I was watching along yep. and I had a different reaction because okay. I was certain the quote you were about to recite came from uh Shakespeare I thought it was like a sonnet of some sort it could have been Robert Frost maybe a translation of my favorite poet Pablo Neruda but Peruvian? I think he's Argentinian <laughs> or, no he's Chilean
1: um he said he said writing a doom buggy yes is just like being in a relationship lots of ups and downs it's scary but also so exciting so and the way The way he read it was like so uh unenthused that you could tell that he just had to shoehorn that thing in there, but every single activity date has to have a web analogy yeah, every <laughs> yeah
0: that's great. it's lots great lots
1: of ups and downs, lots of challenges, yeah, got it unpredictable <laughs> um so they they do the doom buggy thing they do the 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 sand surfing thing, which did not look very fun at all. Then they ate food um somehow brought from offset. Uh, and just talked, and while
0: while sitting on a blanket, I hate I hate sitting yeah. on the ground and eating. It's and, awful.
1: And the, the driver of the dune buggy just somehow disappeared over the over the ridge. Yeah, um, dispatched. And and they're sitting there. And this is what I have liked about Kendall, and what what'll be the end of Kendall. It's that she has she she still is reluctant to say that she is following or follow, she's reluctant to say that she's in love. She's reluctant to give in to the format of the show. A lot of people that go on the show yeah. get caught up in the whole thing, and they just say, because it's within the framework of the show, I have to, I have to be in love because we're on a timer here. She keeps saying she doesn't know, and I keep giving her credit for this every week. If you take the combined number of hours and incidents or, you know, Scenarios that they've been in. It's probably you know I don't know forty eight hours course. total, and there's no fucking way you could be in love enough to marry somebody. And she keeps admitting it. She sticks to her, yeah. uh, to her I guess uh, position on that. And the second they have the uh, fantasy date, she agrees to go on the fantasy date. I don't know if you had anything from the from the dinner or whatever. The second they wake up. After admitting just before, the night before, if he proposed to me, I I, I couldn't say yes. She says, I could see myself engaged to him. The, yeah. the second they wake up and do an interview. Something happened overnight. What could possibly have happened overnight to have had a drastic change in opinion?
0: Well, he did say just before he busted out the um, date card – or the invitation to the fantasy suite. He's like, "I have something for you." Maybe I thought he was referencing the date card. Maybe he was talking about his exceptionally skinny needle dick. Right, right, and, and maybe he, he, that was enough. Maybe that was enough. What I'm thinking, Jason, is it? it this is a. This is a producer situation where the producer all season is like, look, Kendall, you got to play ball. You got to, you got to let him know you're into him. You got to be a little more, uh, look interested. And then it gets down to the end and she's still saying, well, I don't know if I could be engaged, blah, blah, blah. And this producer is like, look, it's, I have it on good authority. Cause you know, they lie to him all the time. They're like, it's between you and Becca K. You got a chance to get that rose. You know, that's one more Two hour block of TV that's mostly yep. you. This could be really good for your Instagram. All you got to do is a tell him you love him, and two, give up the butt.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they did that. I don't know if oh. she did that. Oh. But after after the overnight. Um, they had a little chuckle between them like how do you feel uh how do you feel this morning um, not mo- emotionally but physically or whatever the hell they did indicating they definitely had sex they link. Well, they, they, they,
0: they also did the very subtle his shoes and her shoes strewn together on the floor yeah. to indicate something i don't know what it's meant to to say, but it's meant to mean something when you see both of their shoes buried yep. like that.
1: And, and I was thinking this to button up Kendall. So that's basically what it was. I'm not ready to get married. All of a sudden, I can see myself engaged to this person. But I will say this about Kendall: um, think about this. Let's let's remove the fact that this is a ridiculous notion for uh, as a concept for falling in love. And let, 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 let's go with the sh- what what show wants you to believe, which is you come on a show, we play a matchmaker, and you, um, you marry yourself off into the sunset, and it's love forever. Okay, Let's go with that concept. If that, if that is the way we're supposed to think, Kendall's one fault in this entire thing. Is that she did not fall in love within the per- short time period parameters yeah. of a fucking game show.
0: Yeah. mean so like a, I mean like a normal she, human?
1: She cannot be with the, the man of her dreams because she did not meet the regulations of the, you know, you sit down a, with a board game and you say, I need to finish this game in the next 90 minutes. And if you're not in that, we're, we're out. So um, again, I, 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 I really kind of like Kendall more and more with every episode and everything was fine. So they move, they move on to, um, our, you and I's favorite. And I think it's the one that that's going to win this thing. Um, Lauren B, which, you know, she's just so sexy and, and like coy and mysterious, but man, that body of hers is just rocking and she's pretty and he's into her. And I mean, to me, I'm not even sure what the heck they did for an activity. I just kind of want to go right to the uh, to the dinner date because he pulled a really slime move. What exactly well, well,
0: did hold, they do? Well, hold on, hold on. Just quickly, and this happens on every single date, and it drives me crazy. Um, he did it with Kendall. He does it with Lauren B., and he does it with Beck. and they always do it. They cut to first thing in the morning where they're making out, still in bed, and i don't i know that cuz the chick's hair is fixed or whatever <laughs> but i know and i know they've brushed their teeth they've listerined but i need an obvious sign of that i want i need it just like hey now that you've brushed your teeth let's have a kiss like i don't i'm so grossed out by the thought of two people that have slept the entire night getting yeah. up and just face tonguing each other without doing just this tiniest bit of hygiene to make yeah. that acceptable.
1: And, and, and I know you hate it the way they, they, they show it, but you know, for a fact, there is a ton of prepping and different angles and stop cuts. And there, there's plenty of, there's plenty of teeth being brushed, but you just hate sure. the way they pose it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, so, so yeah, I'm, looking B.
1: Yeah. I'm looking through my notes about Lauren B. So she, um, they go on this stupid ass activity. They get into a plane and they go up and they look at formations in the sand, the
0: Nazca of, lines of animals. Yeah. Now well, they're if they're te- made by primitive civilizations, Ed. I doubt, yeah. okay. I, I doubt it.
1: Yeah, I doubt it. No. It, <laughs> it just looks it looks like somebody threw those together overnight at some point, and they're fucking just flying around looking yeah. looking at them, being stupid. What? I I honestly wanted there to be like somebody have a sense of humor. And I don't know if you've seen American Vandal on, uh, on Netflix, no, but I was really show. hoping great they would show. fly over a dick. Somebody yeah, put so the good. Dick that
0: would be good. <laughs> well, I don't, uh, I don't think the ancient uh, – who lives there? The ancient – not the Maya, not the Aztecs, the other ones. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they were drawing dicks back then. I think they were just like drawing animals and shit, and they weren't as into dicks. I think
1: think man has always been uh, fascinated by the phallus.
0: That's true. That's 100% true. Um, I will say this. Lauren B shows up, and he's like, hey, I got a date for you. We're getting on this fucking rickety-ass prop plane. I'd be (laughs) like, you know what? I'm out. Nope. Just give the rose to whoever because fuck this. I'm not getting on that piece of shit. Fuck. I don't care about the Nazca lines. I could give a fuck. I'm not going on that thing right there.
1: <laughs> and she, uh, I guess she's qu- as quiet as ever. And, you know, he, he's always fascinated by how, how much she doesn't talk and how not into him. She acts. Yeah. And
0: she's like, she told, she tells him, you know, she's basically saying she has reservations. She doesn't know. Uh, it, she's like, I'm, fi- I feel like I'm falling in love, uh, but I'm not sure. And then she's like, you know what? The, I'll just fuck you anyway.
1: Well, Lauren B., it's um, it's pretty amazing that she decided to go on a show where you compete with 29 women for one person's affection. Because yeah. as you've said in the past, she's, she's never not been the person no. that's been drooled over or pursued. There's never been any competition. And she she's not used to that at all. And she keeps admitting every week that the anxiety is getting worse and worse because she thinks about the other women in the process – it, which to me is a total disconnect. What you knew what you were getting into, but oh, she's man. so caught up in it, she can't she can't get past that, and that leads Ari, right before dinner or during dinner, um, to go Ben from his season and just out and out tell her he loves her yeah. many many times. Yeah, I right. love you, I, and then she says I love you, and to me it was a great strategic ploy on his part to to get her to agree to the fantasy date because I think I sent you a text. Um, I don't know if he was totally sure that she would agree to, a, to an overnight stay. And you and I both know that all season long, he's completely been fascinated oh, with yeah. having sex with her. And so he kind of, you could tell there was a little fear of rejection when he's like, what do you think? He gives her the fantasy card. The second she says, absolutely, you just heard this like thud. Yeah. I think it was the bottom yes. of the table his erection hitting the bottom of the table with the, I guess, you, the pencil deck.
0: Do you think he bet? Cause you know, they shoot these out of order. He didn't necessarily have his first date with Kendall and his second date with Lauren B or whatever. Do you think he hit up the producers and was like, listen, let's do Lauren B on night three. That way I can knock the baby batter out of the, <laughs> out of the way, just get things, get things cleared out. So I have a little bit more staying power when it comes to Lauren B because then, I mean, Ari, he's no spring chicken. He's 36 years old. He knocks out a couple each night, the two previous nights, mm-hmm. he hits Lauren B. He's definitely going to have still be maybe in the refractory and, and have a, a little bit more lasting effect on his session with Lauren B. Do you, you think he thought about that?
1: Probably. I think yeah. that's a pretty good way of looking at it, but I, I do know that, um, Ari got what he's been craving. They slept together. They were uh, very cozy. We got a a look at the uh, morning Lauren B. That was, uh, uh, you know, unmade up and everything else. And she looked just as cute as ever. Um, The night could not have gone better. And the problem here starts. Because he now has told one woman that he loves her. She has told him that she loves him. How in the world could they not be together at the end like how how do you how do you uh, say goodbye to someone after that exchange that overnight date and then we move forward to Becca
0: there's Becca and one thing to button up Lauren B something a continuity issue that I noticed and if the bachelor wants to bring me on I can make things a lot better in a lot of different ways Lauren B she's got her fake eyelashes on throughout the night then in the morning, when she's in bed, when they're having their hot night breath makeout in the morning, her uh fake eyelashes from the night before, nowhere to be found. They want they they want her to have that morning, that morning fresh look. And she and it's a big difference. Like this, this is a and you, you women in the audience know you put on these fake eyelashes, and it's it's a really, really different look, and that's why so many women wear them. Then when she's doing her confessional, still in her morning bed clothes, she's got the she's got the fake eyelashes back on. So she's went she took them off the night before or in the morning. And then when they're like, OK, let's do your your one on one interviews. She goes in the bathroom and she glues those suckers back onto her eyelids so she can look cute when she's being interviewed. Did you notice that?
1: No, that's a that's a Brian thing. You yeah, notice you notice what they're wearing and yeah, all the kind of uh all the decorative things.
0: I'm a, um, I'm a detail guy. I like to I, I like I'm to much check out more all I'm much more of a
1: bigger picture guy and you know I, I take care of the more the more important stuff. But you got you're on the details on that one. And I will say this, like and I know they do this every single um every single Fantasy Suite episode, and I think it's like it's such a cruel thing to do to the woman that eventually is getting picked. So, as you stated, they probably don't shoot these things in order. I get it, but if if that's yeah. the case, it's a real cruel thing to do because, um, literally, if you you know watch these uh, scenes back to back, you have him like profusely telling. Lauren that he loves her and they just got done having sex in the fantasy suite and breakfast was great. Bye. Can't wait. You know, I'll miss you. Yep. The next scene, you have the next chick jumping into his arms, yep. him stating to her, I missed you so much and making out with her the very next scene.
0: And like, where, yeah. where
1: in real life could that possibly take place? Unless you're a complete fucking dirt bag, but on the, in the bachelor world, It's like totally normal, more than accepted.
0: Like we we suspend disbelief. Yeah, Yeah. any other guy, you would be like, "This guy is a creep." Like, what? Who could do that? But since it's on TV,
1: and 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 any reasonable person and her family watching this, say Lauren B does take this whole thing, and I'm her Mm -hmm. family, and I'm her, and I'm watching this back. I, I'd, I'd love to know what's going through their mind when they see a scene like this. And the, the thing of the shitty thing about the after the Rose every year, they never talk about it. That's no. one of the don'ts. Let's not yeah. talk about how, um, how intimate he was with the other women right. while you guys are talking. I, and I, I wish they would go there because it would be the most uncomfortable. Well,
0: team remember on Andy Dorfman's season, that little oh, weasel yeah. Nick. Oh yeah. He's, he dropped the line. Hey, um, by the way like if you don 't love me how how come you you rode me like a uh, trigger <laughs> the night before josh and you could you know Josh, who was su- uber macho played played a little minor league ball till he did till he did his shoulder uh he wasn 't he he could never get past that. I guarantee you, it was always in the back of okay. his mind he never could get fully erect because he was just always thinking about that, and there would be a lot of just, it's okay like take your time and she'd be like what's what's wrong And he'd be like oh nothing nothing it's nothing and really he's thinking about Nick with his chicks legs in the air he's got her by the ankles he's just pile driving it he's hammering it she's loving every minute of it and he's just and it takes him out of the moment and it's and it's hard and the same thing happened to Sean B and they try they t- try to dance around that but whoever wins this show, knows, and it's, you know, it's a cultural thing, it's a gender bias, that's it's a little worse for the dudes, I think, because guys were conditioned to think guys are just, we're just fuck beasts and we don't care. It's um, but it's to know that, yeah. you, and I, and I think it has also to do with our our sex organ is on the outside, and the woman's sex organ is on the inside. And so it's like when a woman has sex, something comes into her, and it's a little harder for dudes to deal with. I think for that reason. Uh, so Jeez, that, yeah, that,
1: that went that went like a, a couple sentences too far. The, that, the entire analysis. <laughs> that
0: said, so, so, it's so, going to so be Becca, hard for anybody.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so Becca, they're in the dunes again. They're back, and and yeah, these fucking poor dunes. Becca. Poor Becca, there really isn't any land to this date. It's we're going to be in the dunes for the activity, and you guys are staying in the dunes if you agree to go overnight. Yes. And we've been talking all, all season about how uninteresting Becca is. She's she's oh, fine. Man. There's nothing there's nothing wrong about her or unattractive about her, but there's also nothing interesting about her. We don't quite see what Ari sees in her. I still, after last night's date, don't see it. And yep. she um, you know, so her the whole narrative that I guess that they needed to, to do is she admits really early that she hasn't said she loved him yet. She wants to, but she just hasn't gotten the nerve. Okay, boring Good. narrative that we've seen in every single episode. She finally gets up the the balls to say it on the uninteresting uh, date, um, and he shocks the world again, date the Bachelor world, and says, "I love you too." Not only yeah. does he say that he loves her to her face, he says off camera, this was literally, or they didn't say literally perfect. She said that, which I don't know what that means. Um, he says, I see us at the end of this. Part of me wants to end this now and propose on the dunes. Yeah, I saw he that. says that off camera. It's
0: crazy. It's crazy. Holy shit. Uh, you did leave out one important detail. Yes, the date was primarily on the dunes only after a Shitty ass catamaran trip in the choppy, gross, overcast waters (laughs) of the Peruvian coastline. So it was our third date specifically created to induce nausea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I had no notes about any kind of water vessel. So obviously I was really thrilled with the way that went. Um, she, She said at some point, um, after the after the overnights, or maybe even after the the day date, she said it was. This is literally perfect. Which I, I don't know. I know it's crazy. I don't know what those two words have <clears throat> to do with each other. Um, so they they do that, and she accepts the overnight. Obviously, he just said I love you. They just said I love you. So they're going to have sex. The drama occurs after this date. Do you have any thoughts on how the overnight transpired or anything about this uninteresting chick that before we move on to Ross?
0: Um, well, I did like that. They, um, very coincidentally foreshadowed. She does like a long, they do a long discussion about her. Yes. About yep.
1: Prior,
0: prior to their tent fucking session. Um, and then, then he, t- yeah, he tells her he, he loves her while they're in bed together. While, some monster cameraman and director <laughs> is giving us or, a or in a tent or, Yeah, in a tent is giving us an extreme up of one of Becca's size 13s hanging off the bed. Like I didn't need that. I didn't, I don't need an extreme. I don't need a, a Shaq's shoe size right. foot staring me right in the face when I'm trying to watch the bachelor.
1: That's one thing she does have the other two don't. She has size. Oh, like yeah. She's she's a tall girl. She's well, she's, uh, she's athletic.
0: Like if you're looking if you're looking to fill out your lineup and you need a four that can get yes. you some offensive boards, then you want to bring in Becca. That's who right. that's who you're looking to bring in. If you're yep. you're looking for a stretch four that can shoot the three, but also put it on the deck and get to the rack, you, yep. you want to bring in Becca K.
1: Yes. Um now so let's let's head to they they somehow get back to the bachelor hub in peru so wherever this the the crew and wherever the bachelor and the bachelorettes are staying in peru on land away from the dunes um we get this very predictable thing because we've been it's been teased for the last three shows someone shows up at the door i want my girl back and if i don't know how you describe ross but like I describe Ross as just every single like jock meathead that, that I've ever met who has zero going for him other than the fact that he's a big dude and he probably has a very large penis.
0: Dude, he looked like if you added about 30 pounds of nose to him, he looked like he could be fucking Joey Bosa coming off the edge. Yeah. I mean he, he's built. He's built. He was he was 6'4", 250 easy and yeah. he's wearing like a linen suit that just really accentuates <laughs> the muscles. I mean yeah. The guy looked good. The guy was a—he was a an impressive guy. He was a big motherfucker, and he was—and he's knocking on the door. And this is a, a good bit of trickery on production's part. He's knocking on the door, and you're expecting Becca K to answer the door,
1: right? Right. Yeah.
0: And, he, and Ari opens the door. Now Ari doesn't look the least bit surprised. Like this is—this was just. And neither yes. and and when Ross confronts Becca, also she loved, she's like these people are not actors. There was
1: zero surprise, <laughs> and like nine. I I do I did notice though that you know as as men we all have the, these moments in life, like when you are faced with another alpha male or another male, there's always that initial uh, look look them up and down. There's I think there's that primitive kind of like. You know, back in the day where automatically uh, you need to come to a conclusion in your head if you could whip this guy's ass or not. And Ari, in his aura and his being and his uh, in his body language, cowers to this guy. Like, automatically. What's up, dude? And he just, like, seemed like he was just going to faint of of just being completely overmatched in manliness,
0: oh, yeah. His his needle dick was and it was inverted at that point. He's like, ow, what is that? And he was he was actually poking himself yeah. in the balls because his needle dick dick was retreating to inside his body because he had been and, and alpha was in the room and his beta ness was Ugh. beyond obvious. And
1: and Ross basically just tells him, "I'm here for my girl." Um, he sits her down in, basic, in, in, in very like ex- extremely uh, simple language, says, uh, I love her, I want her, uh, and then I'm going to go get her. And yeah. Ari basically just listens to the guy and was like, well, let me know how it goes because we're pretty f- far along, man. Um, and, and, then, and the second the guy leaves… He goes on the camera interview and he's like I'm really pissed right now. I mean, this guy, I, I feel like my, my my manhood's been uh been questioned. I'm like, where where was all this when yeah. the guy was sitting right across from you and you basically told her go get her if she if she wants to be with you, go ahead and take her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was uh that was pretty yeah. He was like, look, I'm just doing a TV show here, Ross, if that is your name, like Whatever, like you want to, he's, because he's like, we were together seven years. and He's like, well, that is a pretty long time, yeah, right? <laughs> like, he's like, I get it. I, yeah. Like, I, he's like, I've really only spent about five hours w- with her. Yeah, I bagged her last night, but then, like, what more? I'm gonna, you know, she's not getting the final rose anyway. So, you want to come in and make things interesting? Go for it, but.
1: But is this the? Um, do we have to give the show credit for something? That is this the first time that an ex has. Intruded at this deep into the show. I think we've had exes before intrude. But is this the, the further furthest along or am I missing something? I,
0: I don't re- I don't remember. I'm not that much of a bachelor I, historian. But I am thinking of how he's like, look, I don't he's like, I don't want to be on TV. And yeah. he's like, but he's like mic'd and also, he's in fucking in Peru. <laughs> like,
1: he's in a suit. He has makeup on. He's mic'd up, but I don't want to be on. Yeah, I want to be on. He didn't
0: fly there on his own dime. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. You, like yeah, somebody... you just don't go to Peru and
1: the, the country of Peru and look around for this. He yes. knew exactly where. And that's why, that's why from the get go, this didn't, this didn't quite pass the smell test with it was, me. There was something it was that so was staged. Completely false, staged, or just fake. And this it's entire thing all of it, and, and the way um, and they're not actors. So you, you, you have to like give them this, the way she reacted with her ex, how unsurprised she was. She contradicts herself. First of all, she says, I knew you were going to do this. And then, <laughs> and then she says, I was completely uh, surprised um, and shocked, but it was like the way she handled the whole thing. It was very, very undramatic. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of of uh, push and pull there. there. It just, it fell flat. Like, yes. you know the producers wanted there to be some fireworks, and right. there just wasn't. Like, she's just, I knew you were going to be here. Uh, you can't do this to me. Yeah, like, just wasn't, there wasn't they, anything
0: there. They wanted some producers to have to rush in and break up a fracas, real-world, yeah. road rules challenge style.
1: It was like as as uh, uncombative and unterritorial as Ari was that was a letdown and then she was like nah. you know she just didn't yeah it was weak it just was, was there's nothing there so uh, as as much as they they tried to tease this thing out and make it look theatrical and all this shit fireworks it really fell flat, and that pretty much sums up, back up, period. Hundred
0: percent. Okay, we, we got a couple emails to read, and I know you have to get to a softball game. What do you? Well, what hold you on got? a
1: second. Hold on a second. Let, oh, okay. let, let's, let, let's 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 before we do the emails, let, let's kind of like let's tell everybody what happened. Unless you have plans to do that afterwards.
0: Oh no, no, go ahead.
1: All right. So so they go to the uh, the rose ceremony. For those that don't watch the show, oh right, I, I forgot we didn't tell get to what that how happens. Yeah. So uh, again, for the second straight episode. He takes Kendall out of the mix before he uh, before yeah. he gives the roses. He says, "Kendall, can I see you?" He did that last week. Mm-hmm. Last week he he wanted to he wanted her to tell him that she still wants to be in this thing that she sees something in the future. Right. She did something to convince him. He kicked Kia, Tia to the curb. My theory was that you kicked Tia now because she's going to be drama if you let her if you let her go to Peru. Interesting he, theory. He pulls her aside. We thought that he was going to do the same thing. But he was just pulling her aside to break up with her, which is yep. was a a, a very kind of manly thing to do. Let's not go through the whole insult at this at this juncture of not giving you a rose and w- making you feel foolish. Let's just break up now. And she was pretty much like, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah. And again, again, Kendall just, yeah, I I really think you're cool, and I think there's probably a future here. But I'm not going to play in the parameters of the game, so. I guess she had regrets that she didn't tell him more, but fuck that I, I I really do think it was the most the most graceful ending to something this deep in a show that you could possibly get, and they didn't even get back to the drama where they didn't even return him to you mm-hmm. know usually they do that like that gasp moment where he returns without her, and the two girls are like, Go crazy because they don't know what's going what's happening and then he just kind—they of, just move to the rose ceremony because yeah. they have to on camera officially give them the rose. They have to accept the rose. It's weird. So, so Becca, with all the uh, with all the the ex boyfriend drama, with everything else, um, he chooses to keep her. And to me, this goes into my theory of last week. You 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 release Tia because she would have been even more drama. You release Kendall because it's a it's an easy out. She's not ready. Now, if he chooses. Lauren, it's because the whole Becca thing, even though you've told her you loved her and you had sex with her, that yep. whole ex boyfriend thing, I, I'm not comfortable with it. That could come back to haunt me. But all that flies in the face of our girl, Caroline Wani, saying, You said you wanted to marry someone. I can't believe what you did. I know what you She's bit, about right?
0: to cry. And also, she's a close friend of Becca K, as we've learned from her oh, Twitter. Oh, is feed. that it? Yeah. Is that it?
1: Yeah. Okay, so, also- so what? So maybe what I found out what you did and that sucks is you told her you loved her, you had sex with her and you kicked her to the curb.
0: I feel like he, he pulls a Brad Falchuk and leaves both girls at the altar. He keeps that Neil Lane ring for himself because later we learn that the whole time he's got a, he's got a little uh, house mouse back minding his condo in Scottsdale.
1: That, is, that has a penis.
0: Could be, could be, that would be the ultimate, that would be the ultimate Bachelor finale where he's like, I don't, I can't do this. I need you to know something. And that it's, I prefer to suck a dick. (laughs) Uh, Okay, prediction. So what's your prediction?
1: I I already laid out my theory. I think it's Warren B. And he kind of, he he placed this out pretty strategically and how he was going to let everyone go. Warren B. is so smoking hot and he's been into that, for a while now and uh, I mean God they they must have said I love you to each other 90 times on the episode so I I just don't see it going any other way
0: I agree I think he chooses Lauren B but with the twist that they come to the after the final rose and we learn that there's been some sort of drama post show and they are no longer together and in fact they hate each other
1: well, Chris Harrison says, and I know he says this for dramatic effect, but he, he, again, he might be screwing with us again, but he said, the most dramatic finish in the history of the show, or something Even like that. Air. So yeah. something different is something going to
0: happen, People and we have crying. to sit
1: through three hours next week to figure it
0: out. And there's empty couches.
1: Empty couches, yeah. yeah. There's
0: a the whole
1: yeah. thing. Something happens. We'll see okay, okay. Happens.
0: okay. Let's, let's quickly do this email. Dear Jason and Brian. Did you see Caroline Lunny mention something about a needle dick on Instagram? Yes, I did. We discussed that. Was she insinuating that Ari is lacking in the girth department? Could this be why he has spent so much time honing his makeout skills and not escalating? Thank you from Doyle in Kentucky. I will say this, Jason. They did say, like, oh, Kendall and I were up all night talking, and it was so nice. I learned how she likes her eggs and blah, blah, blah. Does she like her eggs fertilized? Um, he, he I wouldn't surprise me to, to find out that he didn't bang any of these chicks.
1: Well, I mean, this is they why. They just went
0: through the motions.
1: I, this is why, you know, whenever I talk about Ari's actual feelings about these women, it, it really flies in the face of my overall theory since day one, that he's a closet homosexual. But I, I really do think he has had sex with them. Um, and definitely Becca and, 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 and the needle dick information that Caroline has, if, if your theory is true and she's besties with Becca, then right. obviously Becca has seen his erection. Yeah. Uh, they definitely had sex. So I don't, I, I don't think there's any way he didn't. He wasn't physical with these women.
0: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Thank you for that, Doyle in Kentucky. Doyle, yeah, Doyle in Kentucky. Yeah. I agree. I agree, Doyle. He's he's not. He did, I didn't see him do any nagging or escalating whatsoever. So uh, he definitely doesn't have much game. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Brian and Jason scarves absolutely turn women on. I can tell you firsthand, and I'm talking about good-looking women. With that out of the way. Stu, sorry, Caroline could not be locked down. But seeing her at the women tell all episode, I thought we might have gotten ahead of ourselves in terms of looks. What? I, co- I couldn't disagree more. She looks, she looks fantastic.
1: Well, she she admitted on her Instagram that she was like deathly ill. She had the
0: flu. She was she was calling so maybe, for rentees.
1: You're, you're seeing little signs of sickness, but I, she's still pretty hot. You know how
0: she's hot. You know how you know she's hot is because I was watching it. And friend of the show and former bachelor correspondent for the show, Fancy Sauce, walked in while I was watching The Bachelor and she hasn't been watching the season. And it was, and Caroline was on the screen and she goes, Oh, who's that? She's really cute. And Fancy <laughs> Sauce offers no love to any of these bras because immediately, after that, she's like, unlike that chick sitting next to her, who she was talking about Bibiana, this fancy sauce will throw shade at every single chick. The fact that right. she even allowed it to come through her brain that Caroline was attractive means she's super hot. Uh, okay. Okay. Then when then when she swung around to confront someone and, and I saw those giant milk wagons almost hit me in front of my TV, I remembered how hot she was all the way around. This David in Salt Lake is clearly not a leg man. Lauren B. is beyond hot, stunning, and the second she opens her mouth, it's, I love you, Ari. You're great, Ari. That chick has the intellect of a six-year-old and has never been... Any- Been a human and laughed out loud saying something like, oh, I don't even know what he's talking about. Oh, I love The Wire. I love cheesesteaks. I love The Clash. I love all those things. She only says, I love you, Ari. Good Lord, let these two get engaged and sh- and he can lay pipe from one dummy to another. Jesus, David. And then Caroline is the bachelorette. I-, I feel like Caroline's obviously burned a bridge with the production. You guys rock and make me laugh my ass off. David and Salt Lake. I appreciate that, David. Uh, there's no chance that Caroline is the bachelorette, unfortunately, even though she'd be perfect for it. Just choose no. Miss Massachusetts.
1: Now David in Salt Lake—that's not David Bray. Uh, no, that is David
0: Bray. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Well, he's basically the the co-host of this show this season. He's, we he's, talk a lot about a David Bray. Yeah, he's a fan. I need to know what Dave's secret is in, in getting her to communicate with him because she 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 keeps screwing with me and Dave. She's she keeps telling Dave just have have them DM me on Instagram. Well, I have several yeah. times, yeah. Um, and she she's not giving me anything. So, yeah. especially after this week, I'm I'm guessing she wasn't going to agree to do anything to- podcast wise. She's probably been uh, censored.
0: Tell her we will get. She does this show, and we'll work to her schedule. Whenever she can do it, we'll do it. Right. And after she does this show, maybe. We can get her in with Reality Steve, where she can do a tell-all on the with the biggest bachelor reporter on the internet right now.
1: No, nope. I'll we try to two- I'll try to broker something.
0: We work a two-for-one. Uh, okay, that's it. Jason Stewart, off to your softball game. What is your what is your average this season?
1: Uh, probably swimming around six hundred. Six hundred. I need to, I need to hit more extra base hits. So. You know,
0: uh, a lot of singles. Yeah. You were singles guy. You guys, takes walks.
1: A lot of singles. No, I don't take walks. A lot of yeah. singles, though.
0: And what what position are you playing in the field? Uh,
1: first base, third base. Those are the, I'll play the, the hot corners. corners.
0: Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. Excellent job. We will see you next week. Thank you for that, Jason. Goodbye, everybody. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This is the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week.